Well, good afternoon, Lafayette. It's Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5. KPEL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. You can also send a message through the KPEL app chat. Be glad to talk with you. Lots to talk about. Of course, we've got to talk about the big news of the day. I mean, it's impossible to miss it. I've been dreading talking about it, but we do have to jump in. Chick-fil-A is releasing a new sandwich. Okay, no, I know that's not the big news of the day, but it's still a pretty uh, pretty strange story. I mean, it's, 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 it's an exciting story. Chick-fil-A is throwing something new. It's like the biggest innovation to their chicken sandwich since the restaurant was established in 1946. But they're putting pimento cheese, honey, and they're getting rid of the pickles and putting on pickled jalapenos, which actually sounds amazing. And it's going nationwide on August 28th. That is the big news of the day. However, we need to talk about the bigger news of the day. And that is, of course, Fulton County, Georgia. I want to start by just giving a breakdown of what we know uh, without any opinion thrown in whatsoever. Because there's a lot of information and there's a lot of misinformation out there. So we we need to go into what the indictment actually is. It's a 96-page indictment. Tons of charges, 19 individuals in Trump's orbit and Trump himself. It includes Trump, Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, and Sidney Powell. The DA, the district attorney, Fonnie Willis, is using an anti-racketeering law. It's the RICO law. I explained it a bit yesterday, but I want to go over it again just so folks can understand. RICO started out as a federal law, and then several states, most states, passed their own state-level version of RICO laws, and Georgia passed one that was way more expansive, way more broad than the federal law. And so Fawny Willis is able to take a ton of charges and put them together. And a RICO charge is basically claiming there is one overarching criminal conspiracy. And in order for the racketeering, in order for the RICO charges to stick, you have to get two, uh, two crimes, at least two crimes. Okay. So there are several crimes that are listed. She only needs to get. A guilt. She only needs to convince a jury that he's guilty of two of them for the RICO stuff to uh, to stick. Now, this indictment alleges that 161 unique acts were taken as part of a conspiracy to overturn the 2020 Georgia election. This is where some of the misinformation comes in. There are screenshots that are floating around. There's claims that. This uh, this indictment is saying that making a phone call or getting a phone number or tweeting or retweeting, all of that is a criminal act. That's not what the indictment actually says. What the indictment actually says is that these actions that were taken were furthering the criminal act of trying to overturn the election. But it's very silly to say that an act of mass communication like a tweet or a retweet 
is furthering this criminal conspiracy, especially with the tweets that were referenced. It's, it's kind of silly. It's kind of a stretch. But what we're looking at is probably, it's, it's, it's kind of serious for Trump. I still think that the Mar-a-Lago case is probably the, the biggest threat to Trump. But this case is is kind of serious, uh, not not because I think Trump is guilty, but because of the way the case is being woven together, the legal challenges that arise in this. And that's kind of what I want to focus on for this first part of the show, because there's a lot to wade through. Now, my poor coffee machine was working overtime last night because Fawny Willis's office didn't release the indictment until close to midnight their time. So about 1030 or so, all the documents and everything started coming out. And of course, it's 96 page indictment. Got to read the whole thing. Got to read all the takes. Got to read the analysis, the legal analysis from the left, from the right. Got to read all of it, trying to get a sense of what's at play here, what's at stake here. Having read the full indictment and as many of the takes as I can find and grab a hold of, the one thing I can say for certain is that this is not another Alvin Bragg situation. This is not uh, a prosecutor stretching the limit of the law to the point of breaking in order to be able to come up with some charges. Alvin Bragg took a federal crime that no one had charged Trump with and used that in order to say he broke all these state laws in order to extend the statute of limitations. It's a novel legal theory that had never been tried before. Nobody on the left or the right thinks that it'll actually go anywhere. A lot of people expect a judge to throw it out and say, are you serious? Yeah, I just censor myself there. But there's a reason to compare the Fawny Willis Indictment, the Fulton County indictment. There's a reason to compare that to Alvin Bragg rather than to the Jack Smith cases. Now, Jack Smith is the special prosecutor who has launched these federal investigations, these federal grand juries, and brought indictments against Donald Trump. The reason you can't compare the two is that one is a state level and one is federal level or two are state level and two are federal level. The issue is that if Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or somebody else were to win the presidency in 2024, they can pardon Trump from the Jack Smith stuff. They can't pardon Trump on these state crimes. The president doesn't have that power. And a lot of folks in Trump's origin, uh, in Trump's orbit and people who are supporting Trump are saying that Brian Kipp, governor of Georgia, can do it. He can't. He can't pardon Trump. Uh, the governor's office in Georgia, basically to just make a long story short, he has a lot of economic powers, but very few judicial powers. Uh, Georgia has a, a, parole, a pardon and parole board that looks into it. Nor can Brian Kemp do what Ron DeSantis has done and fire prosecutors. Uh, Ron DeSantis has fired a couple of Soros-backed prosecutors 
in Florida. Brian Kemp can't do that. There is a law that has gone through the legislature, which means if a prosecutor has broken the law, Kemp can recommend that person for firing, but it's got to go before a, a, a panel of prosecutors. And that law isn't even in effect right now. It's been it's being held by the courts while they look into it. So Trump, if he gets convicted in Georgia, can't be pardoned as easily as the Trump folks would like. Andy McCarthy of National Review has made note of this in the New York Post that this should concern Trump because it's not what this it's one that could be enduring if he gets convicted. Now, the thing about conviction is that again, the RICO law in Georgia is very very broad. Very very broad. However, Fonnie Willis has to convict a ju- uh, convince a jury of two things. One legal and one emotional. The first thing that Fonnie Willis has to do is convince a jury that Donald Trump knew that the stolen election claims were a lie. And that Donald Trump was conspiring to use all this as an excuse to overturn the election results in Georgia. The other thing she has to convince a jury to do and this is the emotional appeal, she has to convince a jury to say, yes, you need to take an extraordinary action. You need to convict a former president of the United States. And that's where some people are wondering if a jury, no matter where that jury is, if a jury can actually go through with that. Some of what she is doing is a bit of a stretch, like the using tweets as the basis for saying this furthered the criminal conspiracy, some of that is an issue. She also has to prove that Trump didn't think the election was stolen because Trump can say, my lawyers convinced me it was. All these people that you're charging in this conspiracy case, all these people came forward and said they had the evidence. They said they knew. And then Trump becomes somebody who, in his mind, was trying to stop election fraud. And at that point, he's not taking part in a criminal conspiracy, he's doing what he thinks is the right thing. And it's his lawyers that were part of the criminal conspiracy. Now, Trump, as the head of the organization that was committing the criminal conspiracy, may still be culpable in that case, but it gets much harder if he's able to convince a jury that he thought he was doing the right thing, that he didn't know he was breaking the law. There is, even though ignorance of the law is not a defense, the state of mind is in play here. If Trump thought he was doing the right thing and it was the lawyers who were breaking the law in order to further that, that's, that's a big point in Trump's favor. We'll, we'll have to see how that goes, but that may be Trump's argument here. Now, the other thing is this isn't going to be a, a quick and dirty trial. The big thing to know is that Fonnie Willis is expected to use 350 witnesses and it's expected to take up to six months for the trial. There's no way, there's absolutely no way that you're going to get this trial expedited. It's going to take a very long time for it to even go to trial, much less for the trial to start and and, and however long the trial takes. 
this is something that's going to be long and drawn out. So that's the state of play on. Now, I want to take your calls, your messages all through the app, everything like that. 232-1542 is the number. You know how to use the app chat, so go ahead, send in your questions, comments, give us a call. I'll take whatever calls we can. We'll get to the news of the day as we can here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or you can send a message through the KPL app chat and let us know your thoughts on all this, taking your calls, taking your comments on this throughout the day today. We have some other news of the day to get to, but before we do, I want to jump on over to the phone lines. We've got Stephen on the line. Stephen, how are you today? Doing good there. Doing good, Joe. Uh, look, so there, here's my thoughts on this whole, uh, this whole Trump indictment, the fourth one, uh, this uh, – political persecution that's going on. Yeah. Uh, Trump said it. Uh, he said it, the words, uh, crack the seal. And uh, that's what they've done. They've cracked the seal mm-hmm. on uh, it, this Pandora's box. And the thing that they need to consider is they don't have the amount of money and resources that Trump has. Uh-huh. All these little prosecutors that are doing all this stuff to him. So they want to play lawfare and do all this kind of stuff. I mean, when he, whenever he gets back into office, and I know that's what they're they're throwing their hail mary right now. Yeah. But whenever he gets back in office, um, the gloves need to come off. Mm-hmm. Um, what he didn't do to Hillary, he needs to do to all those little small town prosecutors. Um, I hate to say it, it feels like the the Constitution is completely suspended right now. Yeah. And that I know a lot of people that feel the exact same way I do, and. Uh, it's sad, you know. I fought for this country, man. Yeah. Uh, went, I went twice, and this kind of stuff that's happening right now is is stuff I've seen in other governments, and it's coming here. I'm very well read on the topic, and it's just uh, it, it's history repeating itself, and it looks and it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're we're pretty much in a in a, in a bad place. I would I would hope there'd be a a high road to take in this whole matter. I mean, if he gets in the office again, he just needs a clean house. There needs to be mass firings. Uh, we need to build this thing back from the from the beginning. We need to do some kind of a reset or something. But yeah, uh, if that's not possible, I mean, go ahead, go for it. I mean, just do do to do one of us what it did to you. Uh, I know that's not that's the inverse of what it's supposed to say in the Bible. But goodness, yeah, it's, it's insane. Well, I, I've said it before. You know that like. Like you said, like Trump said, you know, the seal is cracked on this. We've now crossed this Rubicon. And as I said before, Joe Biden better have some excellent lawyers. Hunter Biden better have a place to live in a place that doesn't have an extradition treaty, because you and I both know that hell hath no fury. And Trump is absolutely going to fight back if he gets back into the White House. And even if he doesn't, if it's some other Republican Nothing's going to stop the Republican Party from doing the same thing now. The the Democrats have set the precedent here, Stephen. Yeah. I just I just pray it's not a uniparty candidate. Uh, you know, a lot of these uh, these guys that get up there and they just uh, it's more of the same. They play this little theater back and forth with each other and say a bunch of mean words and write a bunch of yeah. mean reports. But uh, man, <laughs> it, it's the the rubber's going to hit the road sooner or later. I mean. There's a lot of chaos in the streets, and I, you know, I fear for my family, um, yeah. and you know, all the the things that are just deteriorating, the mass immigration that's coming, 
Uh, we don't know who's coming over our borders. Uh, yeah. Uh, Steve, if I was going to, if hey, I was an adversary of the United States and I wanted to, you hey, know. Stephen, I'm sorry. I got it. I'm sorry. I got to go. We're at a hard break, but thank you very much for the call, Stephen. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the program. You can also send a message through the KPL app chat. So if you don't have the KPL app, you're really missing out. Go to your app store, download it, and uh, you'll have to sign up there. But once, you, once you've signed up on the app, you can send messages to our shows and you can send one to me if you just hit general message fill out your comment and send it in for example travis and scott has sent one in stacy abrams did the same thing in the same state where's her rico indictment stacy abrams did push the conspiracy that the election was stolen from her in georgia however people didn't do in stacy abrams name what people did in donald trump's name forever uh, for instance One of the allegations is that uh, people who were either working with or for Trump, uh, the the conclusion that the DA is drawn is in conjunction with Trump at his behest, they illegally accessed voting machines and uh, gave and sent that information to an offsite server or something like that. So and that's very illegal. The Ruby Freeman stuff. Ruby Freeman is suing for defamation against the very people that claim that she was part of the conspiracy to steal the uh, the election. So that being the case, that's going to be part of it as well. People didn't do for Stacey Abrams what people did in Donald Trump's name or to further the cause there. You also have Pop who sends in a message through the app. Uh, if Trump's legal team needs to show there was actual fraud and uh that he needs to show actual fraud in Georgia in the election. There are some things that they can do to show that there was misfeasance. Um, There were some things that were at at best very sketchy about it. The problem is some of the bigger claims, like 2,000 Mules, True the Vote, the, the, the organization behind 2,000 Mules, is currently being sued by the Georgia Secretary of State because the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation have asked for the information that 2,000 Mules said they gathered in order to prove that there was election fraud. True, the vote won't turn that information over. And until they do, there's no way that they can show that that fraud took place. So a lot of the claims that that Trump's team were making during this, they, they don't have the ability to show. You can say the evidence is there, but they have not been able to show it so far. Courts have rejected it for whatever reason. Here's the thing, though. Here's what's important to know about that. By making this about the claims of a stolen election, Fonnie Willis has to bring all of these issues up, all the things that Trump claimed up. It's, it could very well be a double-edged sword. If all of this stuff gets brought up and the lawyers bring it up, who's to say a juror isn't going to be convinced that there were shenanigans and that that could very well upset the prosecution's case? And it could very well be the case that some of the jurors actually get convinced if they weren't convinced already that the election was stolen or that there was enough fraud that justified Trump's actions. That could upset Fonnie Willis's case. So part of this is pretty, uh, it's pretty risky on Fonnie Willis's part to bring up 
a lot of theories on the stolen election that may ultimately convince people that the fraud in the stolen election took place. And again, it goes back to Trump's state of mind. If Trump was convinced that it really was stolen, the claim that he knew before the election he was going to make these claims and try to steal the election on that premise, that goes out the window. Her RICO case falls apart. But Trump's got to be able to show that he really meant it. If anything comes out that shows Trump didn't believe it, that makes his case that much harder. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Mike. Hey, Mike, what you got? Okay, um, I'm following this thing, and I think a lot of the uh, charges, I stayed up late last night also listening Mm -hmm. to a lot of this crap. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I think they, you know, if one of those 19 or 18 defendants turn against Trump it, for a plea deal, mm-hmm. then it, it kind of makes it tough for him. It does. Yeah. The other deal The other deal is, is that a gentleman by the name of Lev Parnay mm-hmm. sent, sent uh, Comer a letter uh-huh. stating how during the election, he, Giuliani and Trump and all his team and everything were trying to find dirt on the Bidens mm-hmm. in the Ukraine. Yeah. So uh, if you're familiar with that, could you expel on that a little bit? Because I, I, I don't know. I mean, if they were trying to dig up dirt on him, that's politics. Yeah. And that's a lot better than just drumming up like a fake dossier yeah. to, to throw against somebody. Now, so I, my question is, is that if that is a crime, mm-hmm. then the Stacey Adams issue is a crime, no yeah. matter how intense you put it. Mm-hmm. But she still feels like she didn't win. She won that election. Oh, she absolutely does. She's deluded herself into the, primarily because she bought into the national narrative rather than actually knowing her own state's rules, which the state laws that she says were uh, were a clear violation of voting rights. She co-sponsored and voted for. So, I mean, she's she's just an idiot. Uh, Stacey Abrams is just clearly out of her mind with some of this stuff. But she 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 bought into the idea that Brian Kemp, because he was secretary of state of Georgia at the time, had a hand in his own election, which if you read the law and read the Constitution of the state of Georgia, he had no part in that. He had to be hands off for that election. But I'm not familiar with the case that you were bringing up about the, the digging up dirt on the Bidens and anything. But the. The question is, I mean, the, the question is always going to be who actually physically broke the law and did they do it in, uh, did they do it at the direction of Donald Trump or his legal team? And that's where this case that Fawny Willis is building is going here. Trump doesn't have to be guilty of all the charges in the RICO case if they can prove that he was the top guy of the so-called criminal organization. That's well. That's my point. Yeah, you know, if 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 you're gonna dig up dirt on somebody, uh-huh. then I don't see the illegalness or the unlawfulness of that of that attempt mm-hmm. to try and get dirt on your opponent. A lot, a lot more goes into the fact that apparently, saying Giuliani was more of the instructor. Yeah. Getting trying to get the dirt on the Bidens, but you know uh, at the same time, 
Um, there's nothing that's been incriminating mm-hmm. about trying to get the dirt. And that, and what it was was that when Biden had that prosecuting a general yeah. fired, mm-hmm. then then Giuliani and them were trying to get him hired back. Yeah. Say, hey, well, we'll get your job back if you help us get some some dirt on the Bidens. Right. And, and, uh, and there's there's no and law I, against— I don't, I don't, there, there's no law against the digging up of dirt. I mean, you can dig up whatever political you, you want. There's oppo research all the time. But the means of digging up the dirt are what's going to apply here. I, again, I'm not familiar with those specifics, only just what the, the indictment is uh, is is alleging here. Well, Lev, Lev Parnay, uh-huh. L-E-V-P-A-R-N-A-S, is on Twitter. Uh-huh. And he... And he and he posted this letter that he wrote to Comey, uh-huh. and it's about six pages. And he was citing days and dates where the uh, the uh, fired prosecuting the general mm-hmm. went to Washington and all this stuff to meet with Giuliani and all these guys. And he states these dates. Now, I'm at, I'm at the point here where I said, well, wait a minute. If 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 you can. If you can drum up a fake dossier for a million bucks and try to uh, uh, do something, what is the difference in that than trying to dig up actual dirt? Yeah. You know? So yeah. Uh, I don't know how far this case is going to go, but it ain't going to happen in six months. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, no, it's going to take six That's months not- just to go to trial, much less actually get through it. Yeah, I mean, because you've got, you got four districts now, Yeah. four Four uh, indictments mm-hmm. that, um, that uh, from different counties, and that that you're going to have to coordinate with to make this work. And yeah. I, I see this thing going to uh, change of venue. Mm-hmm. I see it eventually going all the way to the Supreme Court, where this this crap will get overturned. I, 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 I just I, I've never seen this. I'm embarrassed. For the United States, I've traveled mm-hmm. the world. I've traveled the world twice mm-hmm. in the oil field, yeah. and everybody I've been to, except some nations, have a great respect for us. Mm-hmm. Right now, we got China and Russia mobilizing off the coast of Alaska, and ain't a damn thing being done about it. No, nope. nothing. You're right. And, and 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 here we are, dicking around with this. Uh, uh, these fake indictments, this, all this crap, and and all our energy being spent on all these committees that are, are digging up all this dirt, and they've got more than enough dirt to impeach Biden. Mm-hmm. But I see us spending all this money on these committees and going nowhere. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you, raise, you raise some good points, Mike. I appreciate the call. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank you. All right. 232-1542 is the number if you want to call. And let's go ahead and take this last break. Any comments you want to send through the KPL app, you can. Any calls you want to make, absolutely. Would love to take your calls. We'll be back to wrap up the show here. The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number. Or you can send a message through the KPL app chat uh, you know, there is other news today, and, and there is 
there is a bit of news that I wanted to get to because it uh, it's frankly offensive. The Biden administration has offered $700 to Maui residents. Um, for the uh, for the fire, the the fires that have that have rampaged. He wants to give the victims of these fires seven hundred dollars. That's nine dollars less than the monthly cost of living increase for American families. Do you remember? When companies began paying employees $1,000 bonuses after the 2018 tax cuts, Democrats and their friends in the media referred to that as crumbs. That wasn't nearly enough for American workers. So what they're saying is that Joe Biden is offering less than crumbs to the people of Hawaii who have undergone a major, major natural disaster and tragedy. And somehow, somehow that's supposed to be okay. And keep in mind that that $1,000 and that $700 that's average throughout the country. Have you been if you have you been to Hawaii? Because everything is more expensive in Hawaii. It is super expensive to travel to and even live in Hawaii. So that $700 doesn't stretch near as far as that $700 would stretch in say Louisiana. But that's what the Biden administration is offering to the people of Hawaii who have been affected by this disaster. And at the same time, Hunter Biden's lawyer has just resigned as his lawyer because the plea agreement between the Department of Justice and the Biden team is now going to be contested legally. And he's a witness to that. The lawyer is. So he has to resign as Hunter Biden's lawyer. And the DOJ is not saying, no, there's there's not still a a plea agreement in case we're not. We're not reneging on something. The, the deal fell apart. A judge threw it out, and Hunter Biden pled not guilty. There is no plea agreement. We're going to move forward with this case. The DOJ has actually said that. And you have the special counsel that. None of Joe Biden's problems are going away. So as much as any of this stuff about Trump will dominate the news headlines, just remember, you guys and the rest of the American people see the disaster that is the Biden administration. So for anybody that thinks... Donald Trump is he, he if Donald Trump's the the Democrats want to think they can get Donald Trump to be the nominee and Donald Trump will lose to Joe Biden. That's not a guarantee. It's still a very winnable race for Donald Trump because Joe Biden is such a disaster. All right, you guys, that's it for me. 23 hours until I'm back. In the meantime, find me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham show. Email Joe at redstate.com. You guys have a fantastic weekend. If you missed any part of the show or you want to go back and get an explainer on what these indictments mean, go check out the podcast version of the Joe Cunningham Radio Show. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts or go to joecunninghamshow.substack.com. You can find it there. It's going live shortly. You guys have a great day. 
old school nerd is in the next room and he's with Shannon because Shannon is offsides and he is up next here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.